How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into today's subject. Uh, actually, before I get started on that, um, I almost tripped over a cable uh, just a second ago, and I cannot wait for the day that cables completely disappear. Like, we have the capabilities to do this already. And I know some companies are working on it at the moment and it's just not as efficient, but honestly, I would pay so much more money in in my electricity bill that's already expensive just so I never have to see a cable again. Because when I look all around me, it's it's almost all hidden from you guys, but you can still see quite a bit of cables (laughs) all in this area. And then... If you could see what's behind the camera, <laughs> oh my God, it is ridiculous. But anyways, we will not talk about that because today's podcast is actually about a thing that just, I don't know, I, I, I don't know if it's weird that I can't answer this question per se, but I think it was recently I was asked a question. So for my the company I work for, when I first got hired on board, um, and I became a, a licensed broker through them, I uh, they kind of do like a welcoming thing, and like you have to. I, I talked about this already. Like I had to write a bio, so like when you go to the website, you can see like my information, my story, my background, everything. And uh, there was a point where every week we have weekly meetings, like all of us different brokers, and. Uh, very recently, they've been getting like they've been asking questions of agents like on the spot in the meeting. Not on the spot, like you you you're supposed to know ahead of time, and uh, you're supposed to have like answers ready for these questions that they're going to be asking you because they make a video and then they upload it to the social media. So you're like the <clears throat> um, marketed agent for the week, which is kind of cool. But I um. This past, this past week, I had my meeting, and the meetings go normal. It's like an hour-long meeting every Tuesday morning, and all of a sudden, I'm hit with like three questions, and and um, the wife of the owner of the company, she was like, hey, are you ready for your questions? I was like, uh, I am so sorry. I didn't even realize it was my turn this week. Because I really didn't, and normally I like read the. We get like a a It's not a syllabus. It's like a um notations of like what all the talking points are in order. Like it's pretty great. Like we don't. No one in this company wastes anyone's time, which I love. Like that meetings are an hour, and it's an hour, and everything is laid out like minute to minute what we're going to be talking about in the talking points throughout the meeting, and. Uh, right there, I could see it was Jason Navarro was the agent of the week. And I was like, oh shoot, I hope I'm not asked this specific question because it is the hardest question for me to to answer. And honestly, the the questions she asked me were easy. Um, and I was able to kind of just, you know, respond pretty, pretty quickly to them. But the one question I, I dreaded, which I think a lot of people is so easy for them to answer is, like what is like what is your dream destination that you would want to go to i don't know why that's such a difficult question for me to answer because i love traveling don't get me wrong i love traveling but there is not a single spot that is 
my number one. Like I have a lot of places I want to go to, but none of them are like my number one. Most most of the time, the way it's dictated is just like you know what's convenient, what's the climate like, what's my time off, how affordable is it. All of these things mixed together, it's like, okay, that's the place we're going to out of my list of a million places I want to go to. And I've traveled everywhere, and I've had some pretty great experiences traveling too. A lot of experiences a lot of people will never have in their life, but um, I don't know why that's such a difficult question for me to answer. And and sometimes I feel guilty because there's certain spots I would want to revisit, and I feel like that's not the proper response to give at a question like that. And so every time I'm asked that question, I have to sit and think. And when I think, I have like a list of places I want to go to. Egypt, Greece, haven't been to. Um, a majority of, of Asia, I've been to Japan, but I haven't been to the rest. I would love to go to that. I uh, would love to go through Africa. Um, there's still some parts of South America I haven't been to that I would like to go to. There are states here in, in the United States I would, I would want to go to that I haven't been to. I've been to about half of them. But the other half, you know, I've been waiting till I was older and retire so I could go visit them because they're not really appealing at the moment. Um, some few uh, provinces of, of Canada, I've only been a, to two of them. And I've never been to uh, Australia or New Zealand. My brother lives in New Zealand at the moment. I would love to visit him out there. But honestly, there is not like out of the list of, of continents and countries I just listed, there's not one single spot that I'm like, oh, definitely got to go to that one first before everything else. It's And, again, I don't know if that's weird because, like, I feel like when I hear other people get asked that question, I, I can't re- not remember the time I was I was put on the spot to ask that question or to answer that question, and I I really struggled. I was, like, listing places, and they were like, what was what's the one out of all of those that you would, want, would say that's your number one spot? And I was like, I mean – I don't know. <laughs> they're they're all great. They're all unique. I I just I travel for experiences and I feel like any place I go to, even if it's like right down the road, um I I feel like I can make an experience anywhere. And every place has its own uniqueness to it. Different culture, different food, different people. And there's not a group of people that I I mean, that's a lie. I, there's definitely some people, like when I went to Japan, that was like the, the best trip I've ever had in my entire life. You know, it was a month trip out there, first class there and back and all expense paid trip. And it was, it was just phenomenal. I stayed at like the most expensive hotels all throughout Tokyo, Osaka, uh, Kyoto, uh, Nagasaki. And I love Japan, but I love Japanese culture. And so... I really default to always wanting to say like I would want to go back to Japan because I, I really – there's always been a part of me that always wanted to live in Japan and, and try it out for a little bit. I know it's very difficult to do something like that, especially as a foreigner. Um, and most of the people I talk to that have lived in Japan obviously have been in, in, in the military, like either in the Marines or the Navy, and they've been based out of Osaka. But they don't really enjoy it because they don't really get to travel that much. They kind of stay on base the majority of the time. From the, most of the people I've talked to, and which seems so perplexing to me because honestly, I love Japan. Like, Japan was like, I don't know, maybe it's because the way I traveled there, it was like really fun. And I, I was young at the time when I did it, I was 21 years old, but 
it was such an amazing trip, honestly. And even if you did it cheap, like I've visited cheap areas out there in Japan while we were out there. And it all seemed great. It was it was more just like the, the people. I enjoyed being around the people. I felt so relatable to them. And everyone was super nice and the culture was so awesome. But anyways, yeah. So like when I'm asked that question, I want to respond Japan, but it's not. That doesn't count because I've been there and I've done a lot out there. Like I spent an entire month out there. And so I'm always conflicted about like where I want to go. Because, like, everywhere else, even though it doesn't have the type of people that I can relate with, the only other place I would probably want to visit that has the same culture that I favor is, like, South Korea. There's a ton of gamers out there, ton of technology. I would love to visit South Korea. Um, And and one day I need to go because uh, it's, like, South Korea and Japan would be, like, the two areas. If South Korea wasn't right next-door neighbor to, like, the most insane person on the planet... I would probably live in South Korea over Japan, to be honest, because they're, I don't really watch anything. Like, I'm not big into South Korean culture because it's, they don't market it so much, but their lifestyle is so much more like the lifestyle I have. But And then I have a ton of Korean friends, uh, probably more Korean friends than Japanese friends, to be honest. Um, and they're all fun. Like, I love hanging out with my, my Korean friends. Um it's like Filipino and and that's another one. Like I would love to go to the Philippines. Uh, Philippines, dirt cheap, beautiful country. Vietnam, another one I would love to go to. Beautiful country, crazy communism out there. Um, China, one part of me would love to go there, but at the same time, I'm hesitant to even step foot in that country. Uh, there, it, I. I missed the great opportunity to go to China because China, like ten years ago, five to ten years ago would have been the best time to go. They were so open to Americans. They like wanted they they like treated you like a king out there even though like it, it wasn't that big of a difference in lifestyle. China made like a huge transition between like the 90s to 2000s and in the mid uh 2010s going into now like it hasn't really changed that much. And 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 the way of like the culture and the aesthetics of the the cities but the way that it's been handled by the government has changed dramatically. Like it's become more and more totalitarian and, and like the communism is being more enforced out there than ever before. So I feel like if I were to go, it would probably be in the future when relationships improve between China and the States. But yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm patient, but at the same time I know like I don't have all the time in the world to, to visit some of these places and I keep missing, like, great opportunities. Like, I missed a great opportunity to go to Egypt because one of my good friends at the time was Egyptian when I was younger. But I just, um, I felt like I was like, uh, Egypt, I don't know yet if I'm ready for it. And then the Arab crisis happened, and I was like, yeah, I'm never going to go out there now. <laughs> um, it's different now. Like, if you go now, it's different. Like, the country's better governed. But uh, I just haven't had a reason to go out to Egypt yet. But... And I've been wanting to travel recently, but uh, just life got in the way of a lot of different things. And I haven't left this country in like two years. And it's blowing my mind because that's the longest I've gone without traveling. And it's, it's it feels so weird, honestly. It's like the weirdest feeling. And COVID, like this was going to be the year that I was going to be doing a ton of traveling. Like a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, ton of traveling. But... Um, 
yeah, the pandemic happened and, and I was like, uh, darn it. But anyways, yeah, I want to bring that up in this podcast because if you look at me and, and I, I'm going to have a ton of stories eventually to tell in this podcast of just like from all over the world and they're all great, but it's funny to, to, to think that I've been a person that, and I, I'm not as well traveled versed as maybe some other people are, but I mean, I've been to almost every continent. I'm missing Africa. I'm missing Antarctica and Australia, but I've done every other one technically. So I'm missing three out of the seven, or if you're from another country, three out of the six or the five, that's another like thing I could elaborate on, but I'm trying to keep this podcast short. Like there's no real definition of continent. And so some like in America or in the United States, excuse me, in the United States, we're taught that there's seven continents, North, South America. So those two, Europe, Asia, Antarctica, Australia, and Europe are the seven. But some other countries don't even consider North and South America as two different Americas. They just call them Americas because they're not technically broken up um, because Mexico connects them or Central America, not Mexico. Central America connects both of them. And then some people don't call don't consider Europe and Asia their own continent. They call them Eurasia because they're technically on the same landmass. And technically, technically, you could call Africa, you could say uh, Euro-Africa-Asia. Some people could say that as well because Africa is technically connected to Europe and Asia by a small teeny landmass, but it's still connected. And I think the argument is like to be considered a continent you have to be a landmass surrounded by water and and you can't go by tectonic plates because if you went by tectonic plates, there would be a million continents because there's so many tectonic plates. And so it's funny, like when I learned that fact, I was like, really? That's crazy. And it, it goes down even further because countries, no one knows how many countries there are because what makes a country a country? Well, you would argue it has to have a government maybe a military to defend itself. But what if someone lives on a little island and declares it a country? I mean, technically it could be a country because he has a government and it, he, um, you know, he has his own little military there. Um, but unless uh, some people don't consider countries countries, unless they're recognized by the uh, United Nations. But if you go by that argument, the Vatican and, um uh what else thailand or taiwan excuse me taiwan and a, a lot of a long list of other countries that are countries technically would not be considered countries because they're not they don't have a seat at the united nations so it's it's weird it's so weird it's not until you get to like but i mean countries is like the exception there's like it's a number anywhere hovering between like 185 to like 198 it's weird but continents, for sure, there's no fixated number because no one can come to an agreement as to what makes something a continent. Because if you try to put it as a definition, I don't know why I'm talking about this right now. This should be its own podcast. <laughs> Anyways, look it up. It's really interesting. Um, but thank you guys so much for, for listening to this short one. I, I Honestly, if you were to ask me right now like what place I would want to travel to, uh, probably 
Oregon uh, as a state, I would like to go visit. I haven't visited yet, and it's relatively close. And I heard it's like super gorgeous and beautiful. So I want to do that. And then from there, maybe Vancouver. From there, a billion states. And I don't even know. Yeah, just, I couldn't even answer a question for you guys. But, um, yeah, anyways, uh, my I'm going to have so many opportunities to go travel because when my daughter's old enough to appreciate, like, what's going on around her, I, that's all I'm going to be doing with her is we're just going to be bouncing from one place to the next place to the next place to the next place. But So I'm super excited for that. But, anyways, thank you guys so much for hearing me out, and I will catch you guys all manana. Peace.